I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Premier League preview show sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Speller and Luke Moore's here. All right. And Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Oh, I'm giddy with excitement, chaps. Well, you not. It sounds like he is, Jim, in my yeah. opinion. It's nearly it's the unnerving when you're here. It's nearly the weekend and it's nearly football time. <laughs> it's mm. nearly football o'clock. <laughs> Absolutely. Jim, you must be excited to get Arsenal are playing yeah. Spurs. Excited, terrified, all the things that go into the North London derby. We'll gloss over the Bayern Munich game. I, I, yeah, I, if we, we could. Well, you make them want to gloss over this one. I've Bayern got Munich glossed over it, yeah, right? I'm saying Jim and I will gloss over it, but Luke, what would well, you like to I've say? I've got a question. Um, Jim, obviously it's a huge game for, for Arsenal Spurs and it's nerve-wracking yeah. and all that other stuff. We all know as football fans what it's like to, to, to be dreading a derby just because it's a derby. But would you be more relaxed about it if this result against Bayern in midweek hadn't happened? Um, genuinely, I don't think it's going to have an effect I really really don't because Arsenal's form in the Premier League has been very different to their form in Europe um, and also if you look at the form of, of both teams in the Premier League it's it's pretty similar you know both have been strong winning a lot Spurs haven't lost since the opening day they're in really good form yeah. sort of quite underrated good form yep. really yeah, but we've all that. seen in particularly that game form just goes absolutely out the window when it gets to it the, the pressure on all of those players and the desire from all of those players on both teams to just get one over on your rivals is so so massive It, beca- it it's like a cup isn't it it's like the bragging rights cup <laughs> yeah I, I think the reason I asked that is because clearly Arsenal have a decent record um, at home to Spurs. I mean, that, mm. I think is it right that they've won thirteen of the last eighteen yeah, home something against, like that. against Spurs in the Premier League? Um, or was that no? Sorry, that's I think thirty of the last eighteen um, at the Emirates. I think, um, but Spurs Spurs have got a terrible record away away at Arsenal for sure. Anyway, that that goes without saying. So, but but and there is a big but here. Arsenal and you got, cannot lie. Arsenal, yeah, you like big butts, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal have got a lot of injuries, Jim. You're not smiling when you think of the injuries they've got. No, I'm not. Um, and uh, the reason I say that is because Spurs are out 17 to 4 to win this game against Arsenal. And that, if, with a £10 stake with Bet365, that's a £52.50 yeah. return. Is it the time for people to be thinking, do you know what? The time is always going to come at some point. Is this the time that Spurs get a result? Well, it, it's certainly, you can look at areas of the team where you think Spurs will be able to exploit that. Um, Lauren Koscielny looks like he's, he's not going to make the game. Um, Gabriel is a pretty similar player and has you know established a fairly decent partnership with, with Murta Sakari. They both had a bit of a nightmare against Bayern, but again, I don't think uh, it's it's really relevant. Um, but for me, the, the worries, um, Matthew Debushi, uh, Demighty Bush, because he's just not, well, he's not been mighty. He's not been 
he's not been particularly solid for us when he's played. He's not played a lot. He looks rusty, like he doesn't really know where he fits in the team, which is perfectly understandable. But um, yeah, he, he just looks functional, whereas Bellerin gives us a very good attacking outlet. So that, that it blunts us at the back and and going forward as well. So that, I, I imagine Spurs will try and exploit that. But Debushi is a magnificent looking man. He has fantastic hair. I think Jim was. Uh, no, well, let, well it might let me finish. Spurs. Okay. Let, let me. Yeah, that's also true. Okay. Um, do you think though this is this is because he's just been injured and he's finally on his way back? Or do you think it's more of a, um, a more general decline in his form and his ability? Well, I think he's been very unlucky in that he got he got a bad injury from some um, you know a horrible push from uh, Arnautovic, I think it was that. Um put him out of the team after he'd already been out when he first arrived he had two big periods out Bellerin established himself in that time and he's just not been able to get back in so it's you know he spent a lot of time not playing football and has had two injuries which I mean I think he's 30 now so those things affect you more as you get older so I think it's a combination of both of those things to be honest and Spurs and, and the Spurs team Marcus is that like clearly they, they started off slowly they didn't they, they scored five in their first six or something and now they've really hit their straps aren't they they've scored and, 14 in their last five games and this is the biggest game for Spurs this season not only because because it's against Arsenal, but yep. because also if they win it, not only have they shown they can beat Arsenal at Arsenal, mm-hmm. they automatically launch themselves into that like, top four discussion without question. Yeah. You're without absolutely question. right there. Spurs are five points off the top. It isn't ridiculous that they've been plodding hmm. this yeah. season so far. They've been far. doing an Italy at a tournament. If you like, Jim. <laughs> and, uh, I like no, that. I, th- I think that's pretty good. And uh, Not the last tournament, of course. But, uh, but I think Spurs, they're looking... They, Pochettino is obviously a good manager. We know that. He set up Spurs pretty well. They're very hard to beat now. As you said, only mm. on the opening day did they lose. And it was an own goal and it was away at Manchester United, although Manchester United haven't been free scoring themselves. But still, still, never easy. Still. Mm. Um, they've got decent young players there in in, uh, um, in Ali and in Dyer at that midfield. They've got a pretty established team now. Harry Kane's just started to score goals. Yeah. They, Lots they, of goals, too. Absolutely. They'll look at Chelsea and think they're way off the pace, as everybody else is, they'll think Manchester United are not too inspiring, even though they are picking up points. Manchester City, they beat 4-1, yeah. and they're looking at Arsenal, they're Spurs. Thinking, come on. To, what is it, to, to, to dare is to do? Yeah. yeah. Could, Chicken on a basketball. You're saying top four. I'm saying top two. <laughs> oh, that door is open. <laughs> it's up to them whether they walk well, through it or not. Well, they, they, they this season, high, though, don't they? because of Chelsea, this season... It is wide open, Jim. Yeah. And, and like I say, okay, you can say that uh, you know they only scored five in the first six Premier League games. They've scored History, fourteen. Doesn't matter. They, they've scored uh, fourteen in their last five matches. Oh well, it was only against Bournemouth, and before of them came against Manchester City, as we say. Um, they are they are playing well, and they are hard to beat. Yeah. Two, um, 2012 was the vintage year in recent times for for North London derbies. There was those two five two games in a row. Yeah. Uh, both won by Arsenal, of course. Lest, lest we forget. Um, you'll be open for a repeat of that, Jim, Jim Campbell, for sure. But I don't think you'll get it. But they, okay, they have so, played once this season already, and it was yeah. the, the Math- was, Matthew Flamini derby. Yeah, indeed, the uh, Capital One Cup. Um, yeah. But again, like you know, the, the squads or the, the first teams on those days will be very different from what we see at the Emirates. I think. Um, Mesut Özil is in incredible form. He has nine assists, which is the most in the top five leagues in He's Europe. He's an assist monster. Yeah, he absolutely is. And um, Giroud's in good form as well. But actually, as a as a pairing, they're in very, very good form. So um, I think a lot will depend on what happens there. And I think there'll, there'll be an interesting battle between Olivier Giroud and Toby Alderweireld, who's been fantastic for Spurs. He's been a real sort of settling influence for them. Um, That's a very modern football battle, because you've got two, two fine very handsome men with yeah. proper hairstyles. If you think back in the day, it would have been, I don't know... 
Steve Bruce against. It's not uh, a battle. That's a duel. Absolutely, there will be a duel. Absolutely, there will be a glove involved. The moment it gets tick kicks off, Giroud will take the glove out of his shorts and just slap Alderweireld with it. And then there'll be, and then from then on, it'll be the first uh, match-up in a football game where the two players involved don't get any closer than 12 paces away yeah. from each other. Think back, it's not Pallister versus Shearer, is yeah. it? Yeah, no, it's definitely not that, no. <laughs> Alderweireld will make a slide and tackle on Giroud and Giroud will be like, are you a gentleman or not, sir? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, obviously, as, a, as an Arsenal supporter, I can't properly look forward to this, but this does look like a game to me where, it, because of the form both teams are in, it may be that one has to out score the other for it to be a win as neutrals do you look forward to this game I, as I much think as I am, it looks like you do from yeah, I am fascinated by this game and I think this is such a crucial one because Arsenal on the back of that Bayern win if they can beat Spurs then they're golden again yeah. you're right up there and, and, and this will only feed into that uh, encouraging rhetoric if you're an Arsenal fan yeah. about winning the, or, maybe or challenging the, maybe the, the Bayern game was a, was a trap possibly but if you're a Spurs fan you're thinking if we win this game, you, they'll then move towards two points within Arsenal. Obviously, it depends mm. on other results their way, and they are right up there. I, th- I think every neutral looks forward to a derby game, for yeah, sure. Of course, yeah, yeah. But, mm. but I've got a friend who's one of my best friends, a big Arsenal fan, and he um, his his routine for the North London derby is no comms mm-hmm. yeah. until the game takes place. Yeah. If Arsenal win, he's back to normal again. If they lose, straight to bed. My only thing about that... Just go straight to bed. My only thing about that paragraph is, does he know you call him a best friend? <laughs> oh, apparently it's a derby game every day. He never returns my call, I'm telling you. But yeah, it's, it's an interesting game. I think it'll be the heart, probably the highlight of the weekend, and that's why we started with it. Well, but there could be a, 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 an amazing highlight of, of the weekend action if Chelsea lose away to Stoke. Yeah. Because there is big talk that that could be Mourinho gone. Yeah, I'm a, ahead of I the wonder where this break. talk is coming from, though, because the it, press. Keeps, it keeps coming, though, doesn't it? We had... We had that with Liverpool we had that a little while before that and it's an interesting one for Chelsea isn't it because going out of the cup against Stoke at the Britannia this maybe it gives them a little bit of a shot at redemption if they win this you know it exercises one of those recent demons do you think that the trick here for Chelsea is there's talk strong talk that uh, some of the players are not playing for the manager he's not going to be at the stadium It'll be interesting what effect that has. So for the rest of the season, <laughs> yeah. is Marino the right man for the job? Well, in a way he is, but he just doesn't yeah, turn just up don't, the stadium. Don't let him there. Yeah. Now, what I would do in this game, if I were Jose Mourinho, watching it from wherever, possibly a pub in Stoke. I don't know. I don't, literally <laughs> I don't, don't know how they deal with that. <laughs> yeah. um, like, I, I would start Loic Remy ahead of Diego Costa because Remy scored three goals in three against Stoke in, um, in you know, recent meetings. And... Um, Diego Costa, to me, he kicked out against Skirtle. He He's was well off very, very lucky against Arsenal as well to not get sent off. There's mm. a red card in there somewhere. And Stoke, you know, they're not the team they were under Tony Pulis, but they've got some tough, tough players. And, you know, they will stand up to absolutely anything. There are going to be tussles and tangles there, and Costa loses his head in that situation. True. I think so I'd a, go with Remy. I think you might have a point there with, with Remy. And it also... I, I, I completely agree, by the way. I would I, drop Costa, I, I would. Would you play one or two of the youngsters like Loftus-Cheek, or is this not the I time to do it? I say against Stoke do, away. Do you know what, you guys? The problem with this stuff when we talk about Chelsea this season we talk about this type of stuff like personnel and player selection and things like that there's clearly so much politics going on around that club yeah you I think there is a reason Mourinho is picking players and not picking other players and it's nothing to do with performances mm. so it's very difficult to know what he's going to do all things being considered all things being equal I think you I think you're right Jim I think you drop Costa you play Remy 
Um, but Mourinho's been reticent to play Remy, even though Costa's not really been delivering the goods. And for my money, the best player they've had this season, um, certainly outfield, has been William. I mean, he's, yeah. he's been by far their best player. Um, their season is so disastrous at the moment. If William keeps up the form he's playing at, um, he and might the get players, a move to a bigger club. I think they'll. I think you'll be ordained as a saint in West London. He's well, the only only bright spot for them at yeah, the moment. I mean, is there a better free kick taker in the Premier League at the moment? I wouldn't it, say His so. goal in the Champions League was fantastic. Well, well, Ericsson, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. Also, point. the other thing that happens with with this sort of stuff because obviously we're, we're talking about this and, and, and the show sponsored by Bet365 we want to look at the odds of, of how teams are getting on and Chelsea are 21-20 to 20 for this game for me away at Stoke for Chelsea mm. uh, a game they've in, in a season where they've not really convinced by one or two games you can't be betting them at that price you've got yeah. to be looking at Stoke for, the, for this you game only, only the Sunderland there. only Sunderland have allowed more shots against them than mm. Chelsea the reason, the reason that's why crazy I, what a crazy statistic yeah the reason why I mentioned Loftus-Cheek and, and maybe one or two of the other youngsters is you would suspect that some of those young players, maybe the politics is kind of going over their heads. They're not really concentrating on that. They're still concentrating on trying to get into the team and all. And actually, if 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 Mourinho put one or two of the youngsters in, they would just want to play out of their skins because they, yeah. they, they've got a career there. And, and you often that, hear yeah. that. You often hear when a manager leaves a club and people maybe have a pop at him or whatever. And you often hear this with international managers as well. The players who were given a chance under that manager always say, well, actually, I've got a bit of time for that manager. I'll always thank yeah. him because he gave me a chance. And I'm, I'm, So therefore, I'm surprised Mourinho hasn't maybe done that a little but, bit more. But the thing is with, with Chelsea, and, and you've really got, you can't talk about Chelsea at the moment going into this weekend without mentioning the fact that, one, the fans are clearly very behind Mourinho. Have you, yeah. saw, have you heard the fans against Darren? Kiev, they were supportive of him. If you look at the way the players, specifically John Terry, and lest we forget, there's been rumours abound all season after he was dropped that there's been a bit of a, 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 a sort of rift between them. Yep. Terry was absolutely unequivocal in support for Mourinho, and, and all of a sudden, players from all over the place are coming out saying, True. Yeah. Mourinho will turn this around. There's no one better to do this. Terry did save uh, a bit of his scorn for Robbie Savage, though. We can all get oh, that. That was beautiful. I've got a hope and fear here. Go on. Oh, it's just one hope, actually, from Peterson Hands. I, can't, I cannot wow. let a man called Peterson Hands not have a part of this show. Do you think it sounds a, like a company that makes hands? It could be. Is he a goalkeeper? <laughs> well, Peterson, if you're Mr. Hands, if you're, in the, if you're, if you're listening, which I hope you are because you've, you've, you've messaged us, um, With let, us let us know what your trade is. Yep. Uh, he says, my hope is that Charlie Adam and Phil Barsley don't try to break the ankles of Willian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, reasonable. Yeah. Clearly, it's reasonable anyway. I guess but, the yeah, fear think, is that they will. I think you don't need to be a Chelsea fan to hope that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But what about Stoke themselves? They've only got 13 points from 11 games. And there was yeah. a lot of talk about Stoke before the season with the signings, rightly so. This is the thing with Stoke, isn't it? They're not having a particularly you know, amazing start, but they've built this reputation that precedes them a bit. So people still go to the Britannia with a bit of the fear factor, mm. which um, is, is to their credit, I suppose. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing with them. You, we know they've got the players. We know they've got the personnel to actually inflict a defeat on anyone. Yeah, it might be a bit of a surprise, but they, 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 they are capable of springing that surprise because they're just so committed. I think the biggest, sorry, Marcus. The, no, the no. biggest disappointment for Stoke has, has to be that the way that Mark Hughes has set about signing all these exciting players and using the money that the Premier League offers for, to get players uh, such as Shakiri, Atalai, yep. Bojan, all that sort of stuff. Um, lower scores in the Premier League. Yeah. Lowest scores in the Premier League, and there's no real excuse for that. I mean, it's not as they haven't had any winnable games. I mean, their last two results: nil-nil draw against Newcastle and a, and a defeat. At, 2-0 to Watford I mean there's no excuse to not be scoring goals when you've got that talent now I know they've had players like Bojan who's been injured and it's, it takes a while to settle uh, players in and things like that but I mean they, they I think they've, their fans have got every right to be disappointed but this could be a sort of game similar actually in a way to Spurs a confidence Arsenal. booster yeah, no, it, it could be it could be it, 
listen, Chelsea are still Chelsea. Yeah. If you yeah. play for Stoke course, and you beat Chelsea, course. that is a massive boom yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally agree. And I think with Mark Hughes at the moment, he has signed a few of these players. Yes, Bojan was there last year and they had a few exciting players as well last year. Hughes is clearly trying to play a slightly different way. We know how Mark Hughes often likes to set his teams up in the Premier League and he's been pretty successful. Um, what he did with, with, with Blackburn, I think it was, and then obviously Fulham. Not so much with QPR. Less said about that, the better. Mm. And of course, uh, Neil Warnock's gone back there. So yeah, uh, yeah. the band have it's got him back together. I don't know. Yeah, very very strange, that. But, but, uh, but back to Hughes, you know. So uh, at the moment, they're trying to get this new team playing together. It's taking a little while longer. I think that, you know, we often see clubs doing very well in the first half of the season or the first third or, or quarter. Maybe Leicester might drop off. Hopefully not. We're very much enjoying them. Could Stoke maybe grow into the season in the second yeah. half of the season? They well, I think begin I, to play. I'd go a bit further than that. I think really after this game at the weekend, their season needs to needs to start. I mean, they play Southampton after that, and they play Sunderland, yeah. um, and then they're at home to Man City. Um, before going to West Ham, who clearly haven't got a great home record. So their season does really need yeah. to start fairly soon. They need to start scoring goals. Yeah, I think the reason that Tony Pulis left Stoke was because things had become stale and there is a danger of that happening under Hughes as well. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to... It's hard, I understand what you mean. It's funny because they have so many players coming in and they sign so many different... Uh, players in different positions but at the same time they still feel a bit stale. They don't seem to have moved forward do they? No, well they did last know. season they, they were fantastic and they had their best ever points tally or, or finish under, under... But this season I mean yeah. just specifically over the last few months. Which is I think where the disappointment really lies having had such a great year last year. I mean the good news is Chelsea have conceded 22 goals this season already so yeah. if you want to get far in against anyone um, literally anyone uh, it's <laughs> apart from Bournemouth and Sunderland it's going to be Chelsea. Yeah which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Yeah. My goodness uh, Chelsea fans, shut up. You've had your fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> West Ham versus Everton uh, is a tasty one. Yeah. Yeah. This could be great. It is. We're going to talk about West Ham versus Everton after this. While you're sitting at work punching them numbers into them boxes, why not head on over to the footballramble.com and have a gander? You'll find more highlights than a night at Crystal's. Welcome back to the uh, Football Ramble Premier League preview show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sponsored by Bet365. We're going to talk more about West Ham and Everton. You promised it. Like yeah. I said we would. No, we're delivering. Um, so that game's happening. Uh, Leicester, no, of course not. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a real tasty one. Yeah. Everton, one of the things I realised when looking ahead to this game is Everton's record at the bowling ground, a.k.a. Upton Park, mm-hmm. uh, home of West Ham, is fantastic. Yes. They haven't lost yeah. at West Ham. Uh, well, they haven't lost to West Ham since 2007, and they've won their last three Premier League games at Upton Park. Yeah. And Lukaku's goal-scoring record, I forget what it is off the top of my head, but it's brilliant. He scores yeah. against them all the time. Yeah, but, I mean, West Ham's form has been so like, unpredictable this season that, that that could end this time. And this is a game made up almost exclusively of, like, inform confident front men yeah <laughs> just uh, everywhere on the pitch you look there are players where you think he's got goals in him and, and they need to get out yeah well, it, well <laughs> let them free <laughs> West Ham are five points off the top they're having a remarkable uh, run so far and will Bilic try and play like he did against Chelsea 
or will he try and take the game to Everton? Because at home, yeah. West Ham have been a little bit out of sorts and they've been very successful when they've tried to play on the back foot. I have a sneaking suspicion that he will because um, hit Martinez, uh, yeah, I think he will do that. I think he'll be a bit more conservative because Roberto Martinez, he, he likes to attack, doesn't he? He's not that flexible in his, his tactical style. He's got his style. He likes to stick to it. It really, really clicked um, in, in the 6-2 uh, at, at the weekend. And I think Bilic will look at that and think, look, they've got some... Incredible players there. Kone's in real good form. Lukaku, obviously, speaks Delefeu. for himself. Delafeo. And then you've got Naismith and players like that coming off the bench. Barkley. Ross Barkley. Yeah, so I think he'll look at that and go, yeah, let's try and contain these guys and, and hit I do them with think, what we've got. I do think Everton can be, get, can be got at. I mean, the, mm. the game against Sunderland, of course, it ended 6-2. But Conceded too. Big Sam Indeed. rightly said after the game, you know, look, we had our chances here. They hit the post twice yeah, that's that's right, as well, I think. Yeah. So... Um, Clearly, West Ham's um, success has come away from home because they like to play in that style of, of, of the away team. The reason they were able to get success against Chelsea is because the crowd weren't putting them under pressure to play like the home team because it was Chelsea. Can they do that against Everton? Not sure. I like Everton for this game in a big way, purely because Everton's record is so good. As Jim's just touched on, their firepower is great um, going forward. And West Ham at home, have, I mean, Newcastle, I think they beat Newcastle at home, didn't they? Apart from that, they've been fairly dis- underwhelming at they home. They lost a, with the against Bournemouth yeah you know. and the Chelsea result aside of course and Everton 9-5 to with Bet365 to win this £10 on that gets you £28 so it's an £18 profit um, I think that's a good bet you know I, think, I just think Everton's record stands for itself um, again in, it's not to repeat the Spurs point but if Everton win this game right up there in that top six discussion early on um, and they've had a, like, I think if they win at the weekend they can consider themselves to have had a pretty decent start especially given what happened to them last season true but if, if they do take the approach that they have done and, and as Jim said that they might play on the back foot and hit Everton on the break soak up that pressure I think they might have a bit of joy as well it will mm. be I think I think the, the result here hinges on how Billich approaches the game uh, so it'll be quite a fascinating one to see uh, Leicester versus Watford yeah. is uh, it involves Leicester therefore <laughs> yeah. it's worth uh, having, a, having a chat about it must be really disconcerting for away teams uh, in particular, knowing that even if you score, Leicester are so good at coming from behind. Have Not against taken, Arsenal, though, Jimmy. No. I think they've taken 10 points from losing positions so far this mm. season, which is the highest in the Premier League. Mike Ferry on Twitter has got in touch saying, um, I hope Jamie Vardy can continue to chase Ruvan Nistelrooy's record, and I have absolutely no fear at all of a nil-nil draw. <laughs> <laughs> well, is, that uh, said, Leicester, uh, sorry, Watford have, have had the fewest goal involved in their games, haven't they? They've, uh, they've kept it tight a lot. Have they played the mighty Leicester yet? They no. haven't. Two clean sheets, though, on the bounce, they, uh, before this They're one. very defensively shrewd, Watford. So I think they might try to sort of nullify Leicester and just nick it with Igalo's brute force. We've got two of the best forwards currently on form in the league in Igalo and Vardy. Well, up three if you other. count Mares. Well, okay, true, yeah. A, a forward-thinking player, certainly. I mean, Igalo, we, we talked about him before. He's just marvellous, absolutely yeah. marvellous. And uh, Dini as well, a proper front two there. I'm intrigued to see how Watford approach this one. Do they um, do they actually have a go, or do they? Because Leicester, as you said, Luke, you know they've they've come back from winning positions. Is it worth having a go and then and really then shutting up? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe I mean Igalo and, and, and Dini are, are you know they're a real handful, so it's not going to be easy, uh, easy sailing for Leicester as it never is, and they seem weirdly comfortable <laughs> with. Yeah. Um, they don't panic. That's the thing. Yeah, absolutely. I th- I think that what's happening now is is almost like a, the cult of Jamie Vardy. I mean, his pace terrifies 
defenders. We talked on Monday a bit about how his relentless work rate, his relentless chasing and running, it puts defenders not only under sort of physical pressure with his pace, but just mental stress. Yeah. And of course, Watford have, have kept it fairly tight. Um, and they have played some decent teams this season, Watford, and they've done okay. But overall, of course, but I think Vardy is clearly the form, the form striker in the Premier League at the moment. It's going to be tough for them. I, I, I think... I wouldn't be I wouldn't be confident saying that Watford are going to keep Leicester out at the weekend. I think what's been so great about Vardy this season thus far is we've seen him play very well straight from the start and teams now know about Vardy. They've known yeah. about Vardy for a good few weeks obviously. He's still doing it. It'll be mm. I really hope that he manages to keep it up the whole of the season and maybe even into the Euros dare I dare I suggest. Um because often when you get a striker like that Teams figure him out and they go, right, we'll put men on Vardy and we'll mark him up. Because even in that game against Arsenal when they hammered them 5-2, Vardy still got the two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, with, with the, that's a fair point. I think what happens is we saw it happening with, I mean, of course, Kane's starting to fire now and you know, and good for him. He's, he's a good young player. We want to see him do well. But there is an element that players do start to get worked out. But the thing with Vardy is it's almost like he's saying, I don't care. Mm. I'm just going to run myself into because the Because of those reasons. Yeah. Yeah. If you run at defenders, they don't like it. If no. you have a yeah. good work rate, well, they... Well, that's you know. it, isn't it? We've all played in defence against players who are quicker than us and are direct. <laughs> and when you're playing... Yourself, <laughs> well, yeah, you're very much a selfish player. <laughs> Can forward. I just say, I have. <laughs> yeah. I definitely have. It's a nightmare because not only are they quicker than you, but you know they do things quickly, which means you have to make decisions quickly, which puts you in a sort of panicky state. And I think that's why, you know, even though players know what he's going to do, he's still able to do it too. Them. Yeah, Leicester three points off the top. It's amazing. It is amazing. It I mean, really look, is. Eleven games in. If you look at what they've done, I mean, if you look at what they've done so far, it's great. And then you bear in mind that they've after this Watford game, which you say you'd have to say no disrespect to Watford. Leicester uh, favourites. Watford fans get in touch all the time, so we don't talk about them enough. So I'm going to talk about yeah. them now. Leicester. This is a very very winnable game for Leicester. Okay. Yeah. They play Newcastle next. Then they're at home to Manchester United, who can't score. And then they play Swansea. So that is four winnable games in a row. You have to say it's winnable game. Man United I don't mm-hmm. care about the reputation Man United aren't scoring at the moment Leicester are, are doing very very well so actually you're looking at a situation where by sort of Christmas time Leicester could still be wrap up the league title and, and if Man United fans want to get in touch and say that that game isn't winnable for Leicester eminently winnable one it's at Leicester two Leicester above Man United in the league so deal with it yeah <laughs> but you're you're putting your money on uh, or well, our it's, money on it's our better than yeah, we yeah, yeah. don't be listen we had a couple of losers yeah. don't be admonishing responsibility <laughs> yeah. it's a joint effort here I'm confident of this so it's our bet this uh, week <laughs> I'm very much the messenger and I will not be shocked thank you very much <laughs> Uh, the better week this week, the better three six five better week is going to be. Listen, I think we should tap into this Jamie Vardy narrative. I mean, he's got eight in a row. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see him get nine, wouldn't we? So we're yeah. going to back him at even. We'd love to see him get eleven. We would. He can, well, you can't really do that in a row. No, now. but what I mean overall. So he's the you know the king of it. He's going to be better the week every week, <laughs> yeah. every week. No, this week is 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 uh, is at evens to score at any time during the game. So fifty pound uh, on 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 behalf of Prostate Cancer UK. All the winnings, of course, go to them. Fifty pound uh, returns a hundred pounds. That's a fifty. Pound profit, um, so that's where our bet of the week will be going this week. Remember, you need to be over the age of eighteen to bet, and odds are subject to change. Gamble responsibly, and for more information on responsible gambling, please go to gamblerware.co.uk. There we are, chaps. Um, I, th- I think that's it for the. Uh, the, the We're all pulling for Vardy so. now, aren't we? Yeah. We, we certainly, apart from uh, Watford fans, of course. But uh, I'm sure uh, you know you like charity as well, so you, yeah. you'll take a, a maybe a two-one win with <laughs> yeah. Vardy uh, scoring the one yeah. goal. Come on, Vardy! <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. No. Uh, of course, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com or on Twitter at Football Ramble. The website where the always excellent Kelly Wells operates is thefootballramble.com, Instagram, Facebook and so on. That's it.
that's it. Thank you very much, Luke. Thank Say you goodbye. very much. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> thank uh, you very much, Jim. See you later. You don't normally thank me. I was a bit confused. <laughs> and it's goodbye from me. Thank you, Marcus. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.